Here's a message from Ken Lavica. The weekend in sports was largely a pile of crap. And in the theme of the holiday, President's Day, it's time to have a convention for the president of bad. It is the bad convention. What sucked the most? Time to elect the president of bad. Stone the Banowitz hit the open. On your mark. Get set. Go! You are listening to Ken LaVica Live. Presented by FAU MBA and Sport Management Program. Turn it up! Turn it up! From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, it's Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 1063. Now, where do we start? College basketball fights. Promising social media stars getting old tweeted. 70,000 dunks in a dunk contest. I don't know where to even begin. Boy, was it a bad weekend. Hey, happy President's Day for those who celebrate. Ken LaVica live here on ESPN 106.3 free ESPN app and on your smart speaker. It's Monday. Theo Dorsey, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29 joins the festivities for the next two days in the Anna John Levine Action and Attorney Studios downtown West Palm Beach. Phillips Point Towers right off of the pleasant intracoastal. Stone LeBanowitz, Friday Night Lights. He runs this whole ship until 2 o'clock. Oh boy, Uh, this was our first weekend without football and it didn't disappoint because it was just uh, the sports equivalent of banging your head into the wall. So what I want to do today, Theo, in the spirit of President's Day, a, a holiday that I don't quite know why we celebrate or why it exists uh, other to, than to, to feed those who already had some of the biggest egos that this planet has ever had to offer, mm. but so much so that schools are off. Like My two kids, they don't need to be out of school. They could, they're perfectly capable of going to school on this Monday, but because we've decided to have President's Day, they're not at school, making everybody's life more difficult. I thought this would be a time to nominate the candidates for the president of bad and by the end of the show we are going to elect a new president of weekend sports bad and for me the opening nominee at this convention from the great state of michigan Uh oh joan howard joan howard who's just a bit too temperamental perhaps to be coaching youngsters a man who is sort of the modern day equivalent of bobby knight Things don't go his way, and he's going to tantrum. His second run-in with an opposing coach in not even two full years as a college basketball head coach, and this time it happened in Madison, a perfectly preventable situation, and Jawan Howard decided that he wanted to. No, he didn't punch. It wasn't a punch, but he face-mushed an opposing assistant coach, a Wisconsin Badgers assistant coach. And I'm sorry, there is no scenario, no situation in any way, shape, or form. And please don't twist yourself into some sort of Jawan Howard defense pretzel. There is absolutely no reason for that to happen. So my first nominee at the convention of bad for the president of Sports Weekend Bad is Jawan Howard. Are we sure he was trying to punch him? It looked like he was trying to like palm his head 
like a basketball and bring it in. Like, come on in here, buddy. Come on buddy. in my bosom. Let's go, man. Let's <laughs> chill. Yeah, that was that was a weird move. That's the thing. Like, with if Juwan Howard, he should have just because he's going to get in a lot of trouble. I think. Yeah. For something that ended up looking weird, he might as well have just gone for it, right? But the more disrespectful, everybody knows a punch. A punch, though it may hurt more, is not as disrespectful. As an open hand. As an open hand slap yeah. or a mush. A mush might be one of the most disrespectful things you could do to another grown man. So you're right. It wasn't actually a mush because it, it was like he, he – you're right. He, he got tried his, to grab his head. Yeah, he got his, like, skull palm. <laughs> yeah. That he, was really weird. Then you could see as his – the follow-through of his mush wasn't – because usually a mush is a push forward now. Yeah. He tried to grab – it's almost like he wanted to grab him by the head and bring him over so he can give him some punches maybe with <laughs> the left. Give like, him a little something. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And I got to admire that. The audacity to think that he could do it with his long wingspan <laughs> through all of that crowd. Yeah, there was like, there was five, there was like three people <laughs> separating him, and he thought he was just going to palm his skull and bring him through yeah. that crowd. Over, You know what? Like, that might have been the move to bring him in to, for, to, exactly. to be able to throw a couple of left hooks at him. So luckily that guy greased up his hair before the game, and it was a little sweaty and uh-huh. he, so Juwan wasn't able to grip his head all the way and bring it in and give him the left hook. That is the best analysis I've heard <laughs> about the Juwan Howard physical portion of that confrontation. You know, here uh, Stone, in, in the spirit in the spirit of President's Day and our convention, we've brought everybody from our our sports political party together. We are we are uh, nominating our candidates for bad. Why don't we Why don't we play a little bit of presidential music here, just to make sure that we're properly in the mood here in our presidential convention of bad? Go ahead and uh, fire that up if you could. Thank you, Jawan Howard from the great state of Michigan. We nominate him for the office of the presidency of SportsPad. Jawan Howard is my nominee. Theo, who are you putting up for vote? It, it hurts me to do this. It hurts me to do this, but this guy was campaigning all weekend. <laughs> I mean, this guy was like going through the crowds begging to be nominated for president of bad, and it goes to the very one, the chosen one, oh. the kid from Akron, LeBron James. LeBron, you, and I don't want to be that guy that, because people love the rail on LeBron James, but through All-Star Weekend, NBA All-Star Weekend, that should have been, again, about the NBA 75, Mm -hmm. about all of these great players coming together. At every moment, every turn, LeBron was either taking a shot at the LA Lakers, a shot at Rob Palenka, or just distancing himself from this Lakers team that might miss the playoffs in total. As well as, he was almost like, that guy that's married in a relationship, but he's on vacation, like flirting with every woman in sight. <laughs> like he's like, oh, I might go play for this team. I might play for that team. What's this up, girl? GM is great. What's yeah. up, girl? He's, he's at the bar. Like, Are you heading to the buffet? Yeah. No, like, he, he, he should be the wingman there just chilling, like making it, playing it cool, being yeah. coy. But he's the one like asserting himself oh. like, hey, like. Let's get some room service, and I ain't talking about food. Yeah, and, and you're right. Not only like not only flirting with other GMs, but flirting with other fan bases. Yes, he did his best to make sure that he was fully embraced and sending out that that one ray of hope mm. to Cleveland fans, to Cavs fans, in a year where they're resurgent with young stars, they're flirting with home court advantage. In the playoffs, they're young and they're fun and they're exciting. And there's the old head coming back in, <laughs> telling the athletic uh, when he was asked about a possible return, a, another return to Cleveland. And uh, he said, 
Door's not closed on that, end quote. <laughs> and that was early in the week. Yeah. That was like Friday. Yeah. So that just spanned the entire weekend. And speaking of of flirting with other GMs and taking shots at his GM, Rob Palenka, who, who brought LeBron in and went to go get LeBron's AD, his his big man muse, make and, sure that happened. And don't forget his Russell Westbrook. His Russell yeah. Westbrook, <laughs> who is now the source of all of their maybe not in the playoff picture problems. How about this? He ended up sucking up to the GM of all places, Oklahoma City. Sam Presti, here's LeBron James from over the weekend. GM tampering. Yeah. I've never seen this before. GM tampering from LeBron James. The MVP over there is Sam Preston. He's the MVP. I mean, Josh Giddy is great. Sam Preston, I don't understand. This guy's eye for talent. He drafted KD, Russ, Jeff Green, Sergi Barker, Reggie Jackson, uh, Josh Giddy, and the list goes on and on and on. This guy's pretty damn good. Man. No, now, did you did you notice the glaring omission from that list? Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, this teammate? <laughs> Not Kendrick Perkins. Mm-hmm. Uh, not um, who, who else did Sam Presti draft? I won't even go through it, but yeah, no James Harden on yeah, that list. Yeah, no James Harden. Yeah. No James Funny. Harden. His uh, all-star teammate. Yeah, you're right. Just, yep. Just out with taking a, a shot. Yeah, out with, <laughs> out a with a hamstring. <laughs> yeah. right, 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 right. James right. Harden might be on the outs when it comes to NBA superstar. I think nobody likes well, him. Well, and he was the last pick in the all-star draft yeah. as well. That's the spot <laughs> saved for Rudy Gobert. That's literally <laughs> the Rudy Gobert, the Gobert memorial pick. Yeah, yes. like, I just, man, and there's always an ulterior motive with LeBron. Like, he's bringing up Sam Presti for a reason. He's listing that off for a reason. You know what it is, though? Number one, it's number one reason was to be petty against Rob Palenka, Uh who didn't make a move at the deadline like LeBron and AD wanted him to, Mm -hmm. to make this team better. Number two, who has the most draft picks over the next 18 years? That that would be Oklahoma City. Oklahoma City. And and who does LeBron want to be the next great NBA player that's waiting in the wings? That would be uh, that would be Bronny. Bronny James. So you, yeah. hey, he 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 threw his net wide. He uh-huh. said, "Hey, which GM has the most picks this year?" Uh-huh. Okay, Sam Presti. <laughs> well, you know Sam Presti's a genius. He drafts Sam, many of the Sam. greats. <laughs> I love you. You are the MVP. <laughs> yeah. And then they're from LeBron. Is again a revelation to the Athletic that whatever team drafts Bronny. Mm. I'm coming to play for them because that's how I want to spend my final season is playing with my boy. Yeah. So LeBron is already setting himself up for an epic offseason in three years. Yeah, three or two. It depends. Two or three, yeah. If they're going to change the rule, which, I mean, what better year to do it than to change it so that LeBron can have his victory <laughs> lap with his son? I mean, it is unbelievable. And he's already assured, even if Bronny is disappointing in college yeah. and isn't quote-unquote NBA material, He's assured, he's assured to make the NBA and to get onto a team and to make an opening night roster and to spend at least a full season in the NBA. It's incredible. That's great parenting, honestly. It is great parenting. It's it's super respectable. I wish my dad could just be like, go to one press conference, do one interview, and get me in the NBA for a year. That'd be dope. I mean, it's incredible. LeBron has, with one quote, set up Bronny. With an NBA career. Yeah. It is it is amazing. It That's is truly, truly amazing. And it truly it, it here's here is Ken Levick's key to success. And it was I've said it for years and it was reinforced this weekend. Make sure that you are born from famous seed. Mm. 
Okay? That helps. And all of your problems are going to be taken care of, whether it's a trust fund or whether it's LeBron. Just be born of a famous seed. Trust me on this. All right, <laughs> so my nominee for Sports Bad from the weekend on this President's Day is Jawan Howard. Theo's is LeBron James. What's your nominee for Sports Bad this weekend? I can think of five off the top of my head from Saturday night alone in Cleveland. Who is your nominee for Sports Bad from the weekend? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. And tweeted us at KLV1063 on Twitter, at KLV1063. Again, your nominee... For the president of Sports Bad from the weekend, 888-760-3776, 888-760-3776. I mean, there's the slam dunk contest as a whole. You can go with individuals in the slam dunk contest. A slam dunk contest that was so bad that Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, who was sitting in the second row of the entire thing, got up mid-dunk. And walked out. I don't know. I mean, there is nothing more. There is nothing more disrespectful. You talked about Juwan Howard, Theo, where uh, an open hand slap is the most disrespectful thing you can do to another another man, mm-hmm. a man to another man. Not a punch, but an open hand slap. But there is nothing more disrespectful than someone as you're performing, <laughs> getting up, not even acknowledging the performer, yeah. turning around. And walking his ass out. And he didn't even do like the church finger. You know, you put the one finger up and you kind of dip a little <laughs> low and you walk out. Everybody uh-huh. knows it. They, they yeah. know the posture yeah, of it. Yeah, you, we've all seen yeah. it. Yeah. He didn't even do that. He just got up and left. He just, was like, all right, I've seen it. Just, I'm out. Like, no, no wave of acknowledgement. Like you said, the church finger. Yeah. Nothing. Just got up, picked up his coat. <laughs> he said this. Walked out. I've seen enough. Just completely walked out. And and that Saturday, that, that All-Star Saturday night is a whole separate conversation that we're, we're going to get into. I mean, I wouldn't be mad if you just nominated that entire Saturday night <laughs> in Cleveland as a nominee for president of Sports Bad. But we're in the holiday spirit. That holiday? <clears throat> President's Day. So we are going to, by the end of this show, elect our president of Sports Bad, the highest office in the land. And we are going to have a new president of Sports Bad by the end of the day, but we need your nominations. This is the Bad Convention. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Let's go to Bert in Palm Beach. What's going on, Bert? How we going, guys? Good, buddy. Um, my nominee is the coach that actually grabbed Juwan Howard. Y'all seem to forget that simple assault. He started a chain reaction. Greg Gard. He did stop him in his yeah. track. I think that, well, I think what happened is, well, what I know happened because there's a close camera angle. And and let's, all right, fine, assault. I, okay, I see, <laughs> I see, I see what you're saying, Bert, but Theo, let's just use, let's just use our adult, adult brains here. Do you think that, that Juwan Howard got assaulted by Greg Gard? He didn't get assaulted, but Juwan Howard tried to play the move of, oh, you caught that timeout, I'm going to walk right past you and disregard you, and the coach intervened. Okay, well, here's so at that but, point. Jawan Howard and Bert, Jawan Howard, as he's walking by, clearly going to just walk by Greg Gard said, I'm going to remember that. So, Greg Gard, the last thing he wants is to be on Jawan Howard's bad side. <laughs> so, a natural reaction is, hey, 
I'm going to try and at least explain and diffuse this situation. I mean, honestly, I thought much more out of line was Juwan Howard grabbing Greg Gard's sweater and then the finger pointing his nose. I thought that was a lot more inappropriate. Well, the, the definition of civil assault is unwanted touching. So when you grab someone's arm, you just assault them. This guy's a lawyer. Did, you, did Juwan Howard, is the palming of the assistant coach's head <laughs> unwanted touching? Bert, appreciate the call. No, Bert had a, well, you, I, that, no, yeah, Juwan Howard did more assault. But <laughs> He did follow-up yeah, assault. Yeah, he did some follow-up assault, but, you know, I had to go. But what I would say is the coach, what's the Wisconsin coach's Greg name? Greg Gard. Greg Gard. Um, I understand what he was trying to do. Again, he noticed that there was beef, and he, he wanted to defuse, but Juwan Howard's a 6'10", uh, basketball coach already fiery, already PO'd off of that loss and off of how you called a timeout late. So you can't you can't grab and stop a grown man like that without at least knowing there might be consequences. Juwan Howard also can't react the way he did. He's wrong as well. I think Juwan Howard though, that's a coward move to walk by and go, I'm gonna remember that and then expect that you're just gonna be able to blow by. Like he thought that he could just say whatever he wanted and just blow by him. And I get but it. You can, Juwan you, Howard you can't do that? No. You can't no. say, I'll remember that. It's not like he said like something bad about his wife and kids. He said, I'll remember that. Yeah, he's emotional. He, that, that, see, but that's such a lame excuse. Oh, the guy's just emotional. He's, he's just well, emotional. Well, that's what they give Tom Brady every time he does anything. Bingo. I mean, this dude's going to I haven't defended war. Tom Brady. Oh, yeah, Brady. I'm not saying you have. I'm just saying, like, Juwan Howard lost the game. Yes, he got they got their butts whipped out there, right? Mm-hmm. Wisconsin outdid them on the basketball court. He said, I'll remember that, referring to the timeout called. I don't know if that warrants a guy stopping him in his tracks. Because what are you going to explain to him in that moment? Right, that he's going to listen to. That that shows me that that coach has been coaching in Madison, Wisconsin his whole life or whatever. <laughs> Ooh, I like taking that. Versus, a shot at you know Madison, like, Wisconsin. Ha- have some have – some, you know, perspective on the situation. Okay, okay. Well, when we, we're still going to take nominees of sports bad. <laughs> we're still taking your nominees of sports bad. So far, we have Jawan Howard, we have LeBron James, and we have Greg Gard. These right now are our nominees for president of Weekend Sports Bad. We are going to vote someone in at the end of the show. We'll continue to take your nominations. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. And the Twitter is always open at KLV 106.3. The FAU MBA Sport Management Program is the title sponsor of Ken LeVick Alive. They are not up for weekend sports bad president because, well, there's nothing bad about it. That is how you get into the sports industry. If you want to have a chance to get into the sports business world, if you want to work in a front office, if you want to work potentially in sports media, if you want to be an executive, if you want to work in big-time college athletics, I'm telling you there is no better path, no better way to do it than the FAU MBA Sport Management Program. A degree, your MBA in sport management at Florida Atlantic, I tell you what, it is so, so beneficial because employers see that and they're like, man, that's the real deal. That's legit. That's elite. Honestly, having an MBA in sport management at Florida Atlantic, it's like your father is LeBron James. <laughs> and you see that and it's like, oh, 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 okay. All right. Well, we're going to we're gonna draft this person. We're yeah. going to bring this person in. Uh, and... Hey, you might be like me, and you're kind of a dope, and you go in, and you learn, and you get your MBA in sport management, and then it's, oh, well, man, he has this MBA at Florida Atlantic. I mean, look at it. That's his daddy. 
Like, let's bring them in. Like, this is good. The FAU MBA Sport Management Program, fau.edu slash MBA Sport. Here's the good news. You don't have to wait long. Get signed up now for summer semester courses. That's right. They have them during the summer. You can take them remotely. Same story for the fall. On campus in Boca or remotely. The FAU MBA Sport Management Program, fau.edu slash MBA Sport. Your nominees for Weekend Sports Bad. For the president of Weekend Sports Bad. And when we return... Jawan Howard, what happened yesterday in Madison? Whose fault is it? And what should Jawan Howard's punishment be? Theo Dorsey, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. You are listening to Ken Levicka Live on ESPN 106.3. Here's Ken Levicka. Hey, happy President's Day. We're presented by... The FAU MBA Sport Management Program. Visit fau.edu slash MBA Sport. By the end of the show, we're electing a new president of Sports Bad from the weekend because there are plenty, plenty, plenty of nominees. Right now in this convention of bad, Jawan Howard, LeBron James, Greg Gard, all nominated for president of Sports Weekend Bad. 888-760-3776 for your nominee. 888 760 Three seven seven six, and you can tweet at us at KLV one zero six three. Go ahead, with Greg Gard. I can, out of respect for Greg Gard's candidacy, I think we need to also give his tagline of who he is because you say Juwan Howard, LeBron James, Greg Gard. You know, people might be like, "Who's that?" Oh, guy? good call. Yeah, 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 that's true. I'm not exactly he's a house libertarian. He's the he's the the independent yeah. out of the state of Wisconsin, Greg Gard. Uh, let's go ahead and bring you because we're contractually mandated to on President's Day. Time now for a President's Day fun fact, courtesy of your friends at Ken Levick Alive, and we start with Harry Truman. Harry Truman. This musical president, Theo, rose before dawn each day for two hours of piano practice. There is your presidential fun fact on President's Day about Harry Truman. You know how aggravated I would be if I found out that one of our presidents was waking up before (laughs) dawn to practice the piano for two Uh, hours? I mean... You better get me that next stimulus check. What are you doing? I know. That is insufferable. Yeah. Like, one, playing two hours of piano lessons in and of itself... Seems terrible. It's a long time. But to do it before dawn, do you think that there were people in the White House that actually appreciated that? <laughs> hey, this idiot's up again. He's up again before the sun's up playing the piano. Yeah. The only thing that would be worse is if he had two hours of drum set practice. Oh, my God. If, if you lined up presidents. Or oboe practice. You ever heard an oboe? Oh, yeah, yeah. Kill me. <laughs> if you lined up like eight presidents in the past, I guarantee you me and Theo would not be able to pick out Harry Truman. Harry At- Truman. Well, you're right. Nah, I wouldn't. Really? But I feel like I can no. see his face though right now. Yeah, Harry I'm sure Truman has can. a face. That's he, have, he wears glasses? Yeah, he wears glasses. Yeah, okay. he has the, like, Harry a, Truman. kind of a, the beard kind of goes out this way a little bit. No, he didn't have a That's beard. That's not Harry Truman? No, he had he the was, mustache? No, he was, he was pretty clean cut. No? Okay, I'm thinking of a different guy. Yeah, you definitely I'm thinking are. of Gerald Ford. You're think, I mean, it's a series of <laughs> similar looking white guys. Okay, he's a white guy, right? Yeah, Gerald Ford also no beard. <laughs> <laughs> Harry Truman, no beard. Gerald Ford, no beard. Are you thinking of Abraham Lincoln? Okay, I was not. <laughs> but I see why you would think that. I was thinking of Grover Cleveland. 
Ah, he mm. has the beard that goes like yeah. that. And glasses, yeah. yeah. Grover, yeah. Grover Cleveland, significantly older than uh, Harry Truman. So, Harry Truman made the decision to drop two nuclear bombs on uh, Japan. Come on, Harry. That's, <laughs> Harry on. is just... Can we, can we, Harry? Come on, Harry. You can't play the piano in the morning and then drop bombs at night. The, yeah. You know that's <laughs> that is the best input that Stone is going to have on President's <laughs> Day. Is that quote? I need to write that down. You can't play two hours of piano in the morning and drop bombs at night. Harry. That was unbelievably profound on Stone <laughs> by by Stone. That was well done. Um, uh, the the candidates for Sports Weekend bad again: Jawan Howard, LeBron James, Greg Gard, uh, and and Friday Night Lights also uh, needs to have a candidate as well for Sports Bad over the weekend. Yes, yeah, should I play my music? Yeah, play it. All right. Play that play that music and give us your candidate for sports bad. And by the way, you can weigh in with yours too. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. All right. For me, I watched every second of All-Star Weekend. Oh, and, poor you. And, <laughs> yeah, seriously. What a terrible Actually, Stone's my new nominee yeah. for the sports <laughs> weekend. And, and for me, my president of bad was Dwayne Wade. I mean, nowadays, this guy puts on the headset and talks more than anybody. (laughs) He's always talking about himself. You know, he tweeted, wow, I'm one of the 75 NBA's best players of all time. Like, you don't need to tweet that. We know that. But just for me, like, listening and enjoying the television, he talks the most. It's like, why are you talking the most? He took over the dunk contest. He took over some of the skills challenge stuff. I just, I'm annoyed with Dwayne Wade. So you're, you're, yeah. you've got, a, th- there's too much weight in your face right there's now. There's too much weight in my face right now. Absolutely. What if he was still in the Heat organization? Would you feel similarly about Dwayne Wade? I would honestly feel a little different. I think he's allowed to talk. <laughs> as far as the Heat fans and Heat Nation, they want to hear yeah, from him. But now he's jazz related, and so Stone wants nothing to do with him. And I like how Stone's mad that Dwayne Wade would dare tweet about how proud he was to be one of the top yeah. 75 players of all time. If you're one of the top 75 players of all time, I think you should be allowed to tweet that at any moment ever. I'd have a 24-hour straight yeah. stream broadcast <laughs> of me repeating I'm a top 75 player over and over and over and over but, and over But he again. does talk a lot. You're right. If LeBron well, he also was drunk, right? He he had to be. Yeah, I mean, he, that's why he had his his voice was lost yeah, by Sunday. Yeah. yeah, I mean he he definitely sounded. It was like chatty drunk, and I I right. I, I I heard it because. I'm that person. Oh, yeah. I get chatty drunk too. <laughs> Tiffany Haddish was super drunk doing her uh, her intros thing. Yeah, she was drunk during that. Tiffany moment. Haddish. Yeah. I will give her credit though. She's realized now that she needs alcohol to be funny. Ooh. <laughs> At least she's come to that Damn. realization. Because other Bing than that, Timmy, Tiffany Haddish, she ain't it. Not. I've been saying it. And I, Ooh, hey, Theo I, just said I know. But Theo's, Theo's right. Like just because you're loud doesn't mean you're funny. Yeah, I, I, I didn't, I didn't want to hate on Tiffany Haddish, especially on her come up. I was glad she was able to make it and all of that. But I never, for a moment, found her funny. And I think a lot of people didn't either. Um, but it just was one of those things where she just got blind support for a while, and she yeah. became a big celebrity. So that's yeah. cool for her. Yeah, yeah. No, she, hey, up. she's she's made it. Yeah. And I can't. Uh, she grinds like she she, she tries works. to be a part of everything. She works hard. That's that's another thing you gotta give her. She yeah. puts her her cat in the hat. What do you hat in the bag? What do you call it? You put yourself in the hat to do job. Never I, heard about. What are you talking about? You throw yourself in the hat. Throw yourself in the hat. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Noted. Uh, you that's throw yourself in the hat. That's a that's that is a wise, true, yeah. old saying. Uh, Theo, thank you. Uh, thank you You're for welcome. that. <laughs> uh, let's talk real quick about Juwan Howard <laughs> because this was a mess yesterday. This this got messy er after the fact on social media 
than it actually did, I think, at the Kohl Center in Madison. And listen, Jawan Howard, because he's who he is, and he is part of the most divisive era of college basketball we've ever seen, the Fab Five, and because he is a known entity and because he's just sort of cool, he, of course, was going to stand out in this situation where there's a physical altercation, okay? But here's what it comes down to for me. I, I really like Jawan Howard, and I really like the Heat, and I really like Jawan Howard's basketball culture, and I like Jawan Howard the badass and the hardass, and this is how we're going to play, and uh, the no-nonsense approach, and I really appreciate the South Side acumen uh, of Jawan Howard. I'll always support someone from Chicago, and especially from the South Side. But when you are the head basketball coach of one of the, and yes, college basketball is certainly diminished in popularity, but one of the true brands is still Michigan. Mm. You can't, under any circumstance, do what he did yesterday, taking a swipe or a mush or a head palm or whatever that was to that Wisconsin assistant coach and expect that, oh, well, he's from the south side, so it's all good. Ah, he's intense. It's all good. Jawan Howard, under no circumstance here, folks, was the victim, okay? And I've seen, Theo, a lot, a lot of mental gymnastics that have gone into trying to defend Jawan Howard. Oh, Greg Gard touched him first. Greg Gard assaulted him. Greg Gard shouldn't have taken that time out. No, Jawan Howard is the one who absolutely blew everything. Oh, that assistant coach was coming in hot. No, 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 no. Take some responsibility. And not once yesterday at all, and let's listen to Jawan Howard, did to my ears, Jawan Howard take any sort of responsibility for what happened yesterday in Madison. Here's Jawan Howard explaining his side of the incident in the Michigan-Wisconsin brawl. Just with uh, the head coach that uh, I will remember that because of that timeout. And um, of course, I want to touch me. And I think that was very uncalled for him to touch me as we were verbalizing to communicate with one another. So uh, that's what ended up happening. That's what escalated. It's all, he did this, and he did this, and he did this. It's bad enough that Jawan Howard, in, in, uh, in plain sight, a nationally televised game, as the coach of, quote-unquote, young men made physical contact with somebody, something that looked or resembled a punch, but then after the fact, him not taking any semblance of responsibility for what happened. I mean, Jawan Howard comes off looking terrible with this, and honestly, there's, what, six games left to go in the regular season, six or seven? Mm -hmm. Jawan Howard shouldn't coach another one the rest of the regular season. Yeah, I think that's apt. I think at the end of the day, what he did was was downright wrong. And I think especially when he gets some time to go look back, reflect on it, and like step away from the situation again, that's a post-game press conference we listen to. Yeah. I mean, he did that right at the end of the game and in the post-game press conference maybe 30 minutes after. So he's still heated. He's still kind of in the moment. When he sits back, gets separation from this, he'll know. He, what he did was wrong. It's inexcusable. It also, at that by that same token, doesn't excuse what Wisconsin's coach did. No. Either one of them, one by stopping and grabbing a grown man in the middle of a what was already starting to be a, a bit of a heated exchange, and the other guy running up after things were already kind well, of I think, out. But I think what happens here is that the 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 most petulant person in this entire situation is Jawan Howard. Let me let, let me let me throw out the scenario that caused all this. Okay, there's 
40, 35, 30 seconds left, and Wisconsin has all of its scrubs in the game. Okay, And I don't know if you saw the end of the game, Theo. I actually randomly was watching it for some reason. <laughs> um, but all the Wisconsin scrubs are in the game, and Michigan's still pressing. Michigan is pressing in the backcourt. And you have your scrub. So, so Jawan Howard in that moment, he's that's coaching, right? Mm-hmm. Like he has he has instructed. This isn't just happening. He's instructed his players, including with a starter still on the floor. There's still a starter on the floor for Michigan. They're pressing. So Jawan Howard, according to his rationale, is allowed to coach. But Greg Gard trying to call a timeout. So his scrubs who are in for a learning moment aren't getting a 10 second call in the backcourt. He's not allowed to coach. That that's Juwan Howard's rationale. Yeah, it's a good point. Like he He's called wrong a time. In that he, he called a timeout, and that's coaching. Juwan Howard can coach, but Craig Gard can't. So then, for me, the most coward thing that can happen after already overreacting is for Juwan Howard to walk by and go, "I'll remember that." One, what does that mean? I'll remember that. What is he going to do? Go, uh, go sucker punch Greg Gard in the Big Ten tournament? Oh, like, what I, does that mean? I think what it means is when we see y'all in the Big Ten tournament, I'm going to try and run it up on you. Okay. I don't think he, Well, he, this year's Michigan team ain't running it up on anybody. <laughs> Believe that. And that's why you're getting this type of behavior from Jawan Howard because it's the frustration yeah. of last year was all great in a pandemic year where nothing in college basketball was normal. And this year when things are back to normal, Jawan's realized, oh, man, I might not have the chops for this. And that's the reaction. That's the summation of uh, and the culmination of all of this was that nonsense yesterday. Yeah, it, it it does not look good. And and again, I would not. I, I don't just go around caping for people, anyways. And I'm not gonna throw my cape on for Juwan Howard in this situation. And plenty of people have been caping. So if you want to, it's fine. But plenty yeah. of people have been caping. No, no, no. It just it, it doesn't make sense because once you do throw that, once you throw that punch slash mush slash grab or whatever you want to call, <laughs> that eliminates all other chat about anything. Yeah, I can't. I can't defend that, especially with this being not just not the NBA but college basketball. With you having to be an example to these young men that are on your team, it's just not a good look as a college basketball coach. Um, people calling for him to be fired. I think that's, that's a little silly. too far. That's silly. There's no reason for him to be fired. Yeah, yeah. I don't think he should be fired um, unless Michigan already felt like his performance wasn't good enough this year or something uh, else. No, I think Juwan Howard again. Bad moment, bad day, you know, a terrible way to react, and he has to step up and own it for sure if we're going to move forward. But like you said, six games left in the regular season, they're already not that good. Yeah. Suspend them. Well, who's to blame for the Jawan Howard fight? What should his punishment be? Who's to blame for the Jawan Howard fight, and what should his punishment be? I I mean, Jawan Howard is the reason. I don't care what Jawan Howard said post-game. Be an adult. Own something. You're a college basketball head coach, and that's childish nonsense, both on the floor and at the press conference table. Own something in this. So for me, Juwan Howard, his actions on the floor, but also off of it, that's why I don't think he should coach again for the regular season. He can come back for the Big Ten tournament, but Juwan Howard's to blame, and Juwan Howard should be suspended for the rest of the regular season. Who's to blame for the Juwan Howard fight, and what should his punishment be? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. I kind of have a few things that I, I want to hear you guys' thoughts on. And I'm not putting the cape on. He's dead wrong. Everything you guys have said is, is spot on but there's a few things that stuck out to me mm-hmm. one was and somebody pointed this out on twitter and i also brought this up to you earlier ken when the huddle was going on and like it the tension was rising you saw the assistant 
say something, and and you saw a Michigan player react, like his eyes lit up. And he's he, sort of like a whoa, whoa, whoa. Like yeah, that's like, how I read it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same. And I was like, whoa. So maybe you know, if Michigan was in agreement that this dude stepped out of line, it, uh, it almost raised the tension level. Oh yeah, and that dude, that dude was out of line. That assistant coach was was definitely out of line. I'm not disputing that. And there can be a lot of things true about this situation. Were both sides at fault? Yeah. Should Greg Gard have necessarily made contact with Juwan Howard's arm after Juwan Howard uh, tried to do the walk-by with the I'll remember this? No, he, he shouldn't have. Greg Gard probably in retrospect should have just walked right by and said, you know what? Fine. We'll have bad blood. We won the game. Everything is fine. Now, I don't know Greg Gard. I don't know his personality. I covered Badger basketball when Bo Ryan was still the coach. I can assure you Bo Ryan would have just walked right by Jawan Howard and not given a damn. But maybe Greg Gard is like me, like a people pleaser. Like if I have someone like that, like if after the show today, Theo, you were pissed off at me for something and you just walked out of here and didn't say anything to me, I'd probably come up and be like, hey, man, let's try and like talk through this. Let's, you know, let's, let's talk this through. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe Greg Gard's like that. But, yeah, a lot of things can be true. That assistant coach coming up didn't help the situation, but Juwan Howard is the ultimate aggressor in all of this. Oh, someone touched me. I went into defend myself mode. What is Greg Gard going to do? Like, do you think Greg Gard's going to try and choke you out? No. Well, there was no defending it, yourself that had to happen. Him. Was he going to take a towel and try and strangle you on he, the sideline? He didn't say he was defending him, so that's not going to be he his He said stance. he went into defense mode. Yes, that he, was his post-game oh, he said comment. He, he said, I went into mode. defense mode. He he did. So what it really was, what, and I'll translate that then because that's not – he had to say that because that's what you have to say to the public and the media and the press conference because, again, he also said things like when we were verbalizing. Like, mm-hmm. he started to get in the cop-speak mode. <laughs> like, the, uh, the suspect uh, – uh-huh. Fled on foot. Uh-huh. Like he started getting in the cop speak mode. Um, Juwan yeah. Howard really was saying, once you touch me, like we we had the verbal thing going. Once you got physical, now it's kind of like how my pops used to tell me growing up. Like you don't start the fight, you finish it. You don't hit somebody first, but if they hit you, you know all bets are off. Yeah. I think that's what he was more so saying is once he made it physical, it got physical. Now I think there's something to that, and that was my. But second the assistant point. coach didn't make it physical, right? He's my, so he hit might, the wrong guy. So, so, so Jawan, but remember, <laughs> all of this happens in 25 seconds. It gets physical when Jawan Howard gets touched by the guy who was already mad at. He backs off of it. He kind of lets it go. It calms down. Assistant coach comes, escalates it more with whatever he but said. But wait, did Jawan Howard de- try to de-escalate? Jawan Howard him, grabbed Greg Gard's yeah, yeah. sweater and then put his finger in his face. But then it got de-escalated and Jawan Howard got moved okay. back, right? So everything's starting to simmer down. But then he could have turned around and walked, right? He could have, but remember, at this point now, his players are engaged with Wisconsin's players and coach. So now you can't walk away from that. Yeah, you got to at least stay supervise it. He's also 6'8". He can see everything that's going on, and he watches this assistant coach come up, say something that was either disrespectful or offhand, and then he was like, you know what? I need to get a little closer to this guy. If I could just reach my hand out and touch him, and then he tried to grab his head, which was funny. Speaking of <laughs> the head, the head it was awesome. Speaking from a player's perspective, like I've played with so many teammates where once they pass a certain point of like aggravation, there's no getting them back. They're in the red like, zone. They're in the red zone. Like yeah. once you like to I, like again, I don't want to put a cape on for him, but like once guys like Jalen Ramsey, that cape's sort of around you right now. So just own that it. That Pistons player. Uh, what was the Pistons player that was going after uh, LeBron? Um, oh yeah, the big dude. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Stewart, I think. Yeah, 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 yeah. And LeBron wanted no part of that rightfully. LeBron's like, I'm out of here, man. So I can, I like, you're asking why can't Juwan Howard walk away? Some guys aren't built like that. 
Like some guys just can't do it once they get past a certain but point. You, but you can't be a head you basketball can't. coach, of course, especially at that school, and uh, and is, and use that as an excuse. You just can't do it. And and here's my thing with Jawan Howard, and I want him to succeed, and I want Michigan to be good, and I want him to, I I, I want him to prove people wrong. But this is not the first time he's had a run in with a coach, and he hasn't even been the head man at Michigan. For two full seasons. Yeah. Last year when Michigan was good in the Big Ten tournament, he had a run-in with Maryland's Mark Turgeon, where there was a spat, a verbal altercation, verbalizing, if you will, yeah. <laughs> on the sideline, and uh, uh, Jawan Howard ended up getting tossed because he couldn't let it go, and he kept walking towards the Maryland huddle and walking towards the Maryland huddle. This was during a timeout, and listen to listen to Jalen, or Jalen, uh, Jawan Howard, I'm getting about five players oh, uh, yeah, uh, really. confused here. Uh, listen to Jawan Howard and his explanation about what happened with Mark Turgeon last year with the first altercation he had with a coach. Berg saw that I was out of the box. He told the referee, look at my feet, I'm out of the box. And I'm like, oh, come on, man. This, will, this is what we're doing today. You're worried about my feet being out of the box. And so he said to me, Jawan, I'm not going to let you talk to me. You don't talk to me ever again. And he charged at me. And that right there, you know, like, you know, I don't know how you guys was raised, but, you know, how I was raised, you know, by my grandmother. And, Here we go. And also by Chicago. South side of Chicago. I was raised by Chicago, and I grew up in the South, south side. side there. And guys, <laughs> charge you. It's time to defend yourself. Defend. Yeah, defend yourself. And by the way, if you go back, Mark Turgeon, absolutely sure as hell did not charge Joan Howard. Want to know why? Because Mark Turgeon's not an Idiot. Yeah. So Juwan Howard is just making things up in that spot. And uh, again, you can't fall back on, oh, it's how I was raised. It's where I'm from, South Side. I grew up just outside of Chicago. I know a lot of people that grew up on the South Side of Chicago. It's tough down there. Guess what they don't do? They lose their temper, they don't use that as a crutch. Just because you grew up on the south side of Chicago doesn't mean that you have a problem with your temper. Mm. Jawan Howard has a problem with his temper. Jawan Howard has a problem playing well with others. Jawan Howard has a problem with altercations. Yeah. The one last year, willing to let that go. It's not a coincidence any longer, though. And this is a problem. Jawan Howard should not lose his job. Bobby Knight, it took him two decades for his temper to have him lose his job. Okay, Juwan Howard shouldn't lose his job, but he sure as hell shouldn't coach again the rest of the regular season. And at some point, he needs to acknowledge his role in all of this yesterday. And he does. And the the main reason why I think there needs to be serious punishment is because you can't set a precedent that that's okay for a coach to hit another coach. I mean, at the end of the day, that's yeah. what happened. One coach literally took a swing at another coach. He mm-hmm. has to be benched for a while. Yep. Uh, number one, this isn't going to hurt. Like players still are going to want to go play for Juwan Howard. That, if anything, will probably want players to make players. I mean, you Stone, you were a college athlete. Would you want to play for a coach like that who's right? I mean, does that deter you at all? More than ever. Yeah. More I would than think ever. so that it would energize guys to be like, oh, I like this guy. You want to just play harder to defend him. Yeah. So it could be, you know, I don't think it should make him lose his job. I don't think it's going to hurt Michigan going down the line in basketball, especially with recruitment. Um, but, yeah, I think maybe what he needs to do is get him a guy on his staff a get-back guy. A get-back guy. A no-fight guy. <laughs> and I think that needs to be not just a, a recommendation, but that has to be necessary. If I'm in the Michigan you know, Board of Directors, Athletic Department, whatever, I'm saying, hey, look, I understand. Yeah. You get fiery. Yeah. 
You know, yeah. just like Stone, like you said, you had teammates like that, but there also had to be a guy in y'all's yeah. locker room on that team that could get in his face and calm him down. Yeah, and there's only a few of those. Yeah. It, it's whoever that guy trusts the most, screw up with, oh. has the best relationship with. There's only a few. And gonna, hire that guy for Juwan. They're going to have to save him from himself. Yeah. Because I think he can do that job. But like, here's the thing. If things like this keep happening once a season, and we're on that pace right now for it to happen once a season, then eventually Juwan Howard is going to lose his job yeah, yeah. over these things because you can't have this all become cumulative and have this long resume of coach run-ins. It's not sustainable. You cannot, pro level, but especially not at the college level, have head coaches swiping at, punching, mushing, uh, skull-palming <laughs> other coaches. You just can't. Who was to blame yesterday for the Juwan Howard fight? What should his punishment be? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. I say it's all on Juwan Howard. Theo's saying, well, Greg Gard and the Wisconsin assistants don't say too. They need to have some blame put on him as well. And as far as the punishment is concerned, he shouldn't coach again for the rest of the regular season. Who's to blame for the Juwan Howard fight? What should the punishment be? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. It's Monday. That means Theo Dorsey, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. I'm Ken Levicka. We are live on ESPN 106.3. You are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. Here's Ken LaVica. We're presented by the FAU MBA Sport Management Program. Visit fau.edu slash MBA sport. Juwan Howard, who's to blame for the fight yesterday? What should the punishment be for him? Is it fireable? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776, and since it is President's Day, time now for another contractually mandated fun fact about President's Day, mm. courtesy of your friends here at Ken Levick Alive. Let's go to Jimmy Carter, the pride of the Peach State. Yeah. An accomplished speed reader, Carter was clocked reading 2,000 words per minute. Jimmy Carter. Whoa. Ooh. That guy also builds houses. A lot of houses. Habitat for Humanity, right? Yeah, Habitat for Humanity. Plains, Georgia, though. I know all about Jimmy Carter. I actually, uh, I was supposed to interview him a couple times. I passed it off to a news reporter back when I worked in Georgia. <laughs> you passed it off? Yeah. But you I heard passed really off nice the guy. opportunity to interview Jimmy Carter? I didn't really I didn't really want to get up early. It was a couple early ones. I did interview uh, his wife. I forget her name now. Mrs. Carter. Mrs. Carter. First Lady Carter. <laughs> first Lady. She has a first so wait, name. So wait, wait, if, I'm, if I'm understanding this correctly... You didn't want to wake up early, so you didn't interview a former president, a former president. of the United States. Yes, that. But you got to remember, I was like 23 years no, old. No, that's no excuse. No, no, no. Come on, Jawan Howard. Yes, let me give me. I was in my defense mode. <laughs> I'm from the south side of Chicago, baby. <laughs> oh, man. All right. So please explain. So the the Carters they have like an early morning uh, Sunday Bible study. They'll do. Um, they actually teach it actually out in Plains, Georgia, where uh-huh. they're from, and. It would be, again, Sunday morning, and again, I was 23 years old. I would get off work at 12 on Saturday nights, midnight, and go out afterwards and not get to sleep until 3 a.m. So I knew I was going to be doing this the two times it came up. It happened twice where I passed up on oh my God. doing it. And I knew it would happen, but I also knew that a news reporter would be way more amped and pumped about it. So I was <laughs> like, hey, uh, you know, you could do this, uh, Jimmy Carter. They're like, yeah, heck yeah. So I almost gifted them an opportunity as well as at the same time, 
I was able to go out, have fun, and not have to. How about that? So, so Theo <laughs> passed up the opportunity to interview a former U.S. president, not once, but twice, all because he just wanted to go be a delinquent. Yeah. He just wanted to go do his, his college kid thing. And then he's going to explain it away by saying, oh, I gave an opportunity to somebody. Yeah, man. That's Think about that. Sade Hurst. Sade Hurst still thanks me to this day. She doesn't, <laughs> but I'm sure I'm sure if we asked her, she would be glad. Oh man, that actually that is legitimately funny and kind of rules, and <laughs> I kind of get it. Uh, he he uh he had a pecan farm, right? Um, was it pecans? I know he had a farm. I thought it was peanuts for some reason. Oh, maybe it is peanuts. I it's farm. peanuts. Maybe yeah. the Carter's. I, I did go and visit a lot of the the land they have out there in Plains. It's beautiful. They're very nice people. All of that. Again, I did interview. I want to say it starts with an S. Carter, uh, Mrs. Carter, but can you look up uh, Jimmy Carter's wife's name, please? I think she's still with us. I'm not she, sure. He's, well, she he, was when I was working there, and he's like 147 years old so now. Oh, you know, he had a brain tumor. Came through that okay. Uh, he's indestructible. That guy, yeah. and he's one of the greatest human beings uh, post presidency that uh, that has like ever lived. So nice, uh, Rosalind Carter. Rosalind Carter. Yeah, Rosalind. Rosalind. Is she still with us? Has she passed? She is still with us. There we go. Wow, the Carters are uh, immortal. Uh, Roy is in Boynton. Roy, you're on Ken Levick Alive. Hi, Roy. Hey, Ken. Good to talk to you again. How are you? I'm good, brother. Good to talk to you, too, CEO. You guys keep me company all day. I appreciate it. I'm hauling food. Appreciate it. What you got going? Hey, listen. I just got back. I was out of the country for a little bit, and all we're talking about is Jawan Howard. We got the Honda Classic this week. We had a great Daytona 500 yesterday. Are we going to keep talking about Jawan all day? Uh, I mean, we're going to keep talking about basketball. I think. What what would you What would you like to hear about the Honda Classic? Well, just who's coming up? I was again. I was out of the country. Who's looking good this week? Um, um, who has a potential to win the tournament? Brooks Kepka will be there. I would say Theo. He probably has potential to, uh, to win the tournament. Right? Colin, uh, Colin Morikawa awesome. is in form. Colin Morikawa is in form, as they say. Uh, appreciate that, Stone. That's well done. Jordan Spieth is surging. Had a couple of rough weeks, but he looks to play well. Okay. Uh, Chase. Kepka. So we got it. We have a pretty full. Is Jordan Spieth? I don't think Jordan Spieth is playing in the Honda, though. Stone. I would imagine he is. I'll find out right now. But I followed in the past two weeks. He looked great. Daniel Berger, Dwyer alum. Now this is a guy who's finished as a runner-up before, Roy. So uh, I think he probably has a chance. Awesome. You know I appreciate you guys. You guys keep me company all day. So I just wanted to. uh to say hi and thank you guys again. Roy, appreciate you. Appreciate you. And uh, good job by Roy, too, so I can uh, transition into telling you that I'll be doing the show, Ken Levick Alive, uh, noon, Thursday and Friday from uh, PGA National for the Honda Classic. That's nice. Yeah. Yeah. That's a nice gig. It'll be fun. It'll be a lot of fun. Come check us out. Come hang out with us, and maybe we can talk more Honda Classic. Or more Juwan Howard, depending on how things unfold. Or more Juwan (laughs) Howard. You know what? Who's to blame for the Juwan Howard fight? <laughs> and what should his punishment be? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. We also have to get to the debacle that was NBA All-Star Saturday night. But when we come back, it's the regionally famous listening lunch. Theo Dorsey, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3.